Florence Foster is a Manchester woman who has lived in Dundee for many years. She's now in sheltered accommodation, but previously was renting from a private landlord. Together with her friend Doreen, she recalls what the place was like. When you first went in, it was a long hallway, and the bedroom was on the right when you went in. That was just a small bedroom. There was a built-in wardrobe which was absolutely green with mould. I put my clothes in it, not knowing. I had to throw them out. They were all stinking and green with mould. That's when I found out how damp it was. The main heating was in the living room, which was an electric fire, a two-bar electric fire. Three bar. Three bar. I couldn't have put three bars. No, you couldn't. She wouldn't run three bars. But, uh, I mean, I know when I was up, you you felt the coldness through your feet. You did. I I think if you'd have had three fires in there, you still wouldn't have got that bedroom dry. I was getting bad colds and that, you know. I was in my bed for a fortnight at a time, wasn't I? And then that last time... I wouldn't have cared, but I got a needle every year for the flu, and I took secondary flu, they call it. Just about killed me. I went down to the landlord and asked them to do something, and they told me to open the windows. And I said, you are joking, it's freezing. I said, plus I'm on the ground floor, I'd be robbed. I was in a bad place up there. I said, could I get those whirly things, you know, the whirly things in the window? Oh, no, she says, we couldn't do that. This was the receptionist, I couldn't get past her. Plus my, my kitchen window, they put a new window in when they renovated the place. And they'd have been as well leaving it out. Mm-hmm. It was freezing. The draft that was coming through was nobody's business. Angela Yee at Age Concern Scotland has also come across situations like this. It's quite difficult to improve conditions in the private rented sector because it's not regulated. There should be some kind of regulation where houses that become unfit to live in, landlords shouldn't be allowed to let them out. We also believe landlords should often, you know, should be encouraged to join in ways of improving houses and be helped. Sometimes uh, when you work with landlords and offer them grants, what the result is an improvement in people's quality of life and an improvement in the housing stock. So we're not keen on the local authority attitude. We often come across that we shouldn't be giving any financial help to landlords. If they're offering a service and going to offer a, a service that's needed, then they're entitled to help as well. Older people in general have lower or static incomes than other groups in the population. And we have identified over the years that many older people live in the poorest housing conditions that there are in Scotland, particularly older homeowners. The older you become as an older homeowner, the more likely your house is to be needing quite significant repairs. And also in the private rented sector, which has proportionally anyway, the worst housing conditions in the country. The older you become as an older homeowner, the more likely your house is to be needing quite significant repairs. Under the government's home energy efficiency scheme, called Warm Deal in Scotland, grants of up to £500 are available to people who qualify. And as a consequence of the Home Energy Conservation Act, or HECA, all local authorities are required to have an energy efficiency strategy for their housing stock, but so far, councils have not been legally required to fulfil these strategies. Good afternoon. That's me to pay my account. One week? Yes, please. Just check. At Hamilton in the Clyde Valley, pensioner Elizabeth Belk is a homeowner. She's taking part in a trial scheme run by Scottish Power and Eager, the organisation that has UK government funding to spend on energy efficiency projects. Under the warm deal, she's been able to get insulation work done at her home. 
after it was done, I mean, it was funny. You could get into the rooms and different times again, you'd sweep line that there was a heater on, but it was the heat coming through the loft down that you felt. Some days, it depends, I think, which way the wind's blowing, right, you know. But different days, you have actually switched your heating off because it was too warm. I put it down to the lowest bit. The heat, with the doors being shut, the heat off the storage heater just hits you. You get in the kitchenette, and it's only a wee storage heater, but it's where the kitchenette being so wee, it's, you, you feel the heat everywhere you're going. My grandson will say if he'd been out late and he comes in and the central heating has clicked on, he'll say, Nana, do you need to make this house like a steamy? But it's not, it's just the heat. The, the house is holding the heat. And that's just how it is. Hello, Mrs. Bell, how are you doing? Thank you. Scottish power, in the shape of Colin Gibson, worked out a weekly payment regime for Mrs. Belk. She now pays £15 a week through summer and winter, and during the trial period, to check that she doesn't go over this limit, he comes to read the meter each month. Yes. <laughs> I'll just right. go and read the meter now, if you don't mind, and we'll carry on. on. As part of the scheme, she also received a benefits health check from Eager. When her local DSS told her that she wasn't entitled to any more benefits, Mrs Belk turned to Eager for advice. Right, I says, that's fine, I'll just notify Eager. You say I'm not entitled to it. So I phoned them up on a free phone number and I said to them who I was and said, yes, how could you help me? And I said to them, remember you told me that I was entitled to it? Yes, I says, well, the DSS say I'm not entitled to it. Just give me a minute to check it again. She read over everything that I told her, how much I had, how much my husband had, my mobility, and she says, I'll get this checked out by my boss. I'll phone you back. She says, well, no, hold up the lines. I'll phone you back. She phoned me back in an hour and a half, and she says, Mrs Belk, my boss still says... You're entitled to this money. I'll tell you what, she says. I'll put it in the post tonight. I'll work it all out for them. Exactly what you're entitled to. Eager had worked it out that I was entitled to income support with my pension to pay my mortgage, which I was not getting. And if it hadn't been for them, I would never have received this extra money because I would never have known about it. And my pension went up, the DSS had to put it up from £39 to £51. Wrongly calculated benefits, or no benefits at all, is a constant problem which Angela Yee is well aware of. Every year we have a Your Rights Week in Age Concern, the movement in general, Wales, Ireland, England and Scotland, to encourage older people to take up the benefits they're entitled to. We're not really aware if it has a great success rate. We tend to be preaching to the converted. The people who don't claim benefits either don't understand the benefit system, don't respond to an advert, or don't want to claim the benefits. The older the age group, the more reluctant people seem to be, particularly people over 75, come from an era where, where there is still a stigma attached to any kind of benefit. And also... People have low expectations and living in conditions that are so 
below what you and I would expect, but they have been so used to that, they actually believe they have enough because they don't know what it's like to have any more. When Miss Foster moved out of her old cold house to sheltered accommodation, she found out how things could be. I think it's great. Yeah. Although, mind you, the first week I come in, I couldn't stick the heat. <laughs> I was threatened. But you're acclimatised to it. I've now, got, I've so got you're used fine. to it. And that's the whole house heated. Yeah. But if the 738,000 households presently classed as fuel poor are to end up feeling as happy as Miss Foster, there remains a lot more work to be done. Ian Trainer recognises that money is needed from somewhere if the old Dundee tenements are to be made more habitable. There's really no way that we could insulate these properties with the, the current funding that's available through the grant system. We could insulate the lofts, but for someone who doesn't have a loft, basically all we could do is provide some draft proofing, which really doesn't help to keep the heat within the fabric of the building. The grant really has to be enlarged so that we could basically go in and either internally lag the property to keep the heat in or clad them from the exterior to make them a lot warmer than what they physically are because they are difficult to heat. Really, we look to government really to play more money in to try and overcome the problems that we do face in Dundee. The Scottish Executive have gone some way to recognise the need to address fuel poverty and energy inefficiency in the housing stock. But a lot of the measures are fairly piecemeal and difficult to become aware of, difficult to utilise, difficult to target to the people who need it most. What we'd be looking for would be more of a strategy that's linked and coordinated from one particular reference point. For instance, the Home Energy Conservation Act makes local authorities responsible for measuring energy efficiency in their stock. Now, if they had the proper resources and staffing, the HECA unit, as it's called, could take the lead in coordinating the policy at local area level. And we might get somewhere then because we would have targets that are measurable and we'd know if we'd achieved much. At the moment, all we know is that the Warm Deal Grant has met its targets in terms of money being spent. But it hasn't actually met its target, as far as we know, in terms of the types of household they most wanted to reach. There are certain things that one can't afford if one's on a low salary. But to be able to heat your home should not have anything to do with how much you earn. You need a decent house, a well-insulated house, an efficient heating system, and you don't really have to pay a lot of money to keep warm. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.